Not In Front Of My Salad now has a Patreon page. What does that mean? Well, if you want to get a little bit more of us every month, uh, then you can just head over to patreon.com forward slash my salad podcast and sign up. Basically, you pay us a little bit of money every month and in return, you get extra crap, like extra episodes, extra exclusive bonus content, merchandise, a whole episode every month devoted to another terrible movie, all sorts of things to help keep you entertained while you're doing the things that you're doing in your everyday life. Because we know that we're a podcast that's not really about anything, but we're great to listen to while you're doing something else. So why not get even more things to listen to while you're doing something else? Head over to patreon.com forward slash my salad podcast to find out more. Now on with the show. Long time. Long time. No, see, it's not like we've been chatting exclusively for Patreon subscribers for the past 10 minutes. Maybe we have, maybe we haven't. But the only way to find out is to go to our Patreon. Uh, Speaking of which, let's bring it right off in the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. to our patrons, our our new patrons, uh, Nikki and Russ Glatchenko. Can you say it? Glatchenko. I think I think you got it. Mm-hmm. I think you got it, darling. I think you did. <laughs> thank I you. think you did. <laughs> thank, um, thank you, John, for the support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you got it, girl. Um and yeah, so they they subscribed. They're uh, they're new subscribers. They're they're actually I don't care about saying it. They're actually our first patrons, so mm. uh, they get very special treatment because they're premieres. And the, they sent us a message as well, which I don't know if you got to see. Did you get to see it? A, a private message. They sent us a message through Patreon, which you probably didn't get to see. No. No. So the message was, uh, so we, we sent a message back. Well, I sent it on our behalf. And this was all going to be a surprise for you. Um, and then I forgot that you get the My Salad Podcast email as well. Um, uh, so the message I sent off to them was, you know, thank you for being our first uh, patrons and stuff. We are so excited, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they sent a message back uh, somewhere along the lines of, uh, thank you for making such a funny podcast or intriguing or entertaining. I, it was, it was, it was good. It was good, good stuff. That's nice. And, uh, and thank you. It's nice. It's lovely. We also have thank you, Nikki and Raska Glechenko. We have also been getting more likes on our Facebook page. Mm. We have. We have not quite as many as would prove Nathan wrong. Um, but Nathan doesn't but, know, you know anything. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how are you? I'm good. I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything. But I I bought new chairs. 
Oh, we talked about it last week. Yeah, you got them last week, mm-hmm. honey. Yeah, yeah. I put up <laughs> I put up Christmas decorations. Did you put up a tree? No, but I put up like lights in the window and like few. St- oh, that's nice. Christmas statues, like a Santa yeah, Claus yeah, yeah, yeah. and a candle holder yep. and few different things. <sighs> There's something I really miss, like, because here in Normandy, it hasn't snowed, obviously, because it hasn't snowed in 15 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> climate change is real, people. Um, like, and this, this is the thing, like, when you move to Normandy, which is pretty much northern France, they don't like to hear it, but it is northern France. Um, I, guess it's, I guess it's like people from, I don't know, it's a few that are going, we're not northern Iceland. Um, You're then what? <laughs> well, it's a few that are or western. Or It's like people from Siklafila saying, we're not in the north of Iceland. Yes. Well, you're not the south. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so Normandy's quite, you know, it's quite high up in France. Yeah. And I keep hearing all the time that like 10, 15 years ago, it used to snow every Christmas. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. I'm actually sweaty right now because the fireplace is on and it's not that cold outside. Um, I'm just, you you know, used to Iceland. But that there's, I miss, I miss looking out the window with those, you know, there's the warm glow of Christmas lights. Yeah, I really like it. And just seeing the snow and everything's quiet. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, it. there's no snow now, but it's the coldest days since 2013 or something. I've been hearing that people have, the government has been saying, conserve your heat. Yeah. Because we might not have enough left. Yeah, or just like we, everyone should. Close your windows. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it costs money, like... <laughs> I know yeah. you're not used yeah, 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 to yeah. have to think about it, but please do now <laughs> when it's this Yeah, cold. but it's it's because it's like, what is it, it like negative 15 degrees or something? No. Well, probably somewhere. I, I think it's supposed to be like the coldest over the weekend, but it has been like minus mm. six now, which is mm. very cold in Reykjavik. It is, but also like I always found between say negative one and negative six, you don't really feel a difference. It's not much difference. Yes. I don't know. When it's negative one and negative six, I don't, I never felt a difference. It was like when it got to, but then when it gets to negative 10, which it did last year or the year before, I remember the day it got to negative 10 it's just like it got to negative 10, then it got to negative 12. And then it, it just, it made no difference at all because it was just fucking cold. Yeah. When I lived in Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. Then it was minus 20. And Celsius. Yes. No, minus 40 Celsius. How do people- minus 40. Because it was minus 40 Fahrenheit and Celsius. That's the point when it's the same. Minus 40 Celsius. Yes, I think so. Am I not? Am I being crazy? It was the... That sounds like Siberia temperatures. It was fucking freezing. Um, but you, you didn't feel any difference from 
minus 20. Like, yes, it was minus 40, because minus 40 Fahrenheit mm. and minus 40 Celsius is the same. Like, it's called the same. Mm. Um, you didn't feel any difference from, like, after minus 15, it's just mm. fucking cold. Okay. But in minus 40, if you're outside more than 15 minutes, your skin starts to freeze. So you get the blisters. So you need to go inside. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's frostbite, right? I don't know. No, I, I don't know. It was something with the skin freezing. So I just didn't stay outside. <laughs> oh my God. And the cars didn't start. It was, it was not very nice. Yeah, I've I've seen documentaries on like Siberia and how they have to get a blowtorch under their car mm. before they start it because it's so cold it can't combust to actually make the engine run. Yeah. So I just didn't go to school, which was nice. <laughs> Snow day. Yeah. What was it like going to an American school? It was very American. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, I, it, I have nothing to say. It had lockers. It had prom queens. It was very American. It's just very stereotypical American. Like, I, I was so always basically saying, you... I was always saying, I didn't mm. think it would be this much like the movies. Okay, because that's, wow. Okay, because usually, like, when you see a country represented in the movies, it's not actually really like that in real life. Yes, like, you understand that this is a stereotype, and mm, usually mm. if you are in real life in the situation, it does not happen like the movies. But, yeah, I was always... Except... Yeah, I was like, this is surprisingly much high school, like I have learned about in all of these TV shows and movies. Wow. And also, so weird. I don't know how it is mm. in Australia, uh, but in mm. Iceland, the schedule, like the weeks are always the same, but the days are not the mm. same. So on Monday, you start at nine and you go math, Icelandic, English, biology, gym. Then on Tuesday, it's something completely different. Mm. And then Wednesday, it's math. Like, it's mixed up. So you take five math classes over, or four math classes over the week, and it's it's shuffled. And it's a different time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. At, yeah. at least in my school, every single day yep. was exactly the same. It was, no, the same with me. It was never the same. And actually, when I got into the final two years of school, um, because the school was in an area where most people were from poor families, they knew that teenagers needed to work. Yeah. Um, so on, they, the day was split up into four classes. Okay. Four 70 minute classes. And what they did was they removed, they took the last class and put it in front of the first one. So we used to start at nine and finish at like three or four. Yeah. And then they moved it in the final two years of school so that you started at eight or seven thirty, 
and you could finish at like two. Yeah. So that you could go have a part-time job afterwards. But it was the same classes, not the same classes, but you know, like, yeah. Yes. Different. You would have biology on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. You'd have math. Yeah. 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 And I also thought it was weird. And I feel like this is very America for you. Like I come from Iceland. But are you saying that they had the same classes every day? Yes. So just every day started with math. Then you went to history. Then you went to biology. Then you took like it was every every single day was the same setup. Oh, I don't understand why that works or why you would do it. I me neither. Like why? Yeah, no. Me neither. No. Okay. But but you were saying yes. So I come from an from a country, which is very mm. like open. I don't know. You like mm. if you need to leave school, you just leave school. Like it's not an like if you had a gap in your schedule, mm. you could leave the school for an hour and do. You could go home. Yeah, you could yeah, yeah. go home, or you could go to the store, whatever. And I've been able to do this since, like, I we started getting gaps in the schedule maybe in the seventh grade. Mm. Mm. And mm. there was like a store next to my school and we were always go there. I was in senior class, so I was 17 mm. and everyone there were 17 or 18 year old and you couldn't leave mm. the school unless your parent or someone that you lived with would come and sign you out in the middle of the day. But how would they stop you leaving the school? Well, there was uh, someone that stood in the, the entrance. I was like, Emilia. Like a security guard. Yeah, basically. Was there only one entrance into the whole school? Yes, like one main entrance. It was not a big school. Huh. But I don't know if because, this, like, like, this is probably not everywhere. But I was kind of surprised. Like, but I am I am 17 years old. Why can I not just leave mm. if I want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I was in school, 17 is the final year. Yeah. Well, it was when I was there. It's now 18 because they changed everything. Um, but uh, you you weren't supposed, to, like if you had a gap, you were supposed to stay on, like you were supposed to stay on the school grounds from the moment you arrived until you finished. mm so if you had a gap in the middle, you weren't supposed to leave the school grounds. Yeah. But the way that Australian schools are set up, no one's going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that TikTok. No one's going to know. Everyone's <laughs> going to know. How are they going to know? Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> because like most schools in Australia are, they're not like, the way I would see it, like in Iceland, and in Europe and in uh, America, they're, they tend to be just tall buildings. Yeah. Schools are like buildings and they have wings mm-hmm. and it's like, here's the entrance. And then you're going to, you have corridors and it's all indoors. Yes. In Australia, schools aren't like that. Schools are a big block of land. 
Yeah, and you eat with outside. different then. buildings on it. Yeah, different buildings on it, and they they have like our sports fields. We call them ovals. Mm. Like you know, and normally you have like three or four different fields. Yeah, throughout the school. And then there's the arts block that is usually in some back end where all the teenagers like to go hide and smoke. And like there's, I remember my high school had minimum four entrances and they all entered. Like, it's just, it's not like you exited a building. No. Yeah. You just walked across a basketball court and then you were on the main road Yeah, or you walked past the, the performance uh, stadium and then stadium it wasn't a stadium it was like a wooden shack um and then but, but why couldn't you leave like you could leave but why were you supposed to be on the in the area throughout the day like if there wasn't in, class in a, yeah in australia it was um due to and i i know the answer to this I don't know what it is in America, but in Australia, it's due to like the responsible, um, some act in the government where like, uh, it's mandatory that kids go to school yeah, until 15. Yeah. So, uh, you have to be at school and the school is legally supposed to, um, notify your parents of your absence. And so when you get your, in Australia, when you get your report card at the end of the term or the semester, mm. um, it says how many days you were absent from school, which ones had reasons yeah, and which ones didn't. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And that's how. I understand that. And I mean, here in Iceland, you have to show up for school. Like it's the law, you need to yeah. go to school. But if I have a gap yeah. in my schedule, yeah, I can leave the premises. And then just mm. come back. A, There's nothing to like. Yeah. Why? Why would I need to stay? I guess because in places like America and Australia, until you are legally allowed to vote, um, they treat you like a child. Yeah. I think in, in Iceland and in Northern Europe, they very much treat you like an adult, which I think is is nice. Yeah. Um, and also, but I, you, you, yeah. We don't have, like, I don't know. Maybe this is this was just something I th- thought of. Like, you don't really hear about someone kidna- kidnapping someone from the parking lot in Iceland. In Iceland, no. but you hear about but it. But in Australia and America, <laughs> yeah, it happens every day. Yeah, yeah. like it's. Then maybe I can see like. This is a place where you're safe and there's someone that knows where you are. Like, did you, here's a question for you. Did you never have people come to your school and teach you about stranger danger? Uh, no, not when I was a kid. But there was just this, no, no. <sighs> Okay, because I distinctly remember, and actually most people my age, so 30s to mid-30s from Australia can remember, um, the Australian government, and this went throughout the whole of the country, had a um, an initiative called Safety House. Yeah. And Safety House was basically 
if a family and I, it, to this day it doesn't really make sense if if you were like oh i'm i'm not a murderer i'm not a killer and i've never had any convictions i'm going to apply to this thing and they'll check my criminal history and then they'll give me a sticker okay and the sticker is of a yellow house that has a face on it right okay and I can put that on my letterbox or on my fence and then kids in trouble will know that they can come here and knock on the door and I'll protect them. Okay. So if someone's trying to abduct them from a van or something, they just look for this sticker. Yeah. On, on, and I remember in the eighties and nineties, everyone had these fucking stickers because everyone was so paranoid. Their kids were going to get snatched. Um, but and, I remember, yeah, continue. Yeah. But, and, and, and they created a whole character, you know, like Barney the dinosaur. Mm. Yeah. They created a character called, okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up. This is real. The character's name was Ima. Ima. Wait for it. Last name, Safety House. <laughs> And so they would bring people to your school and they'd have this whole assembly with all the students and you would sit on the floor in the auditorium and then this big character, they made a whole like suit and it was a house. I'm a safety house would come out and everyone would go crazy because it's a suit character. It's like meeting Cookie Monster. Yeah. Um, And then they would teach you about stranger danger and they'd be like, so when you're waiting for it to be picked up from school, if someone comes up to you and says, oh, your mom said to come and pick you up, what do you do? And like, they would teach us things like, I don't know you and scream for help. (laughs) And, and I mean, you know, when you, when you think about it, the, I'm sure it taught people to question things, but the reality of the situation is that in most of those circumstances, the person is not going to just approach someone they don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, you know what? What I don't but know. I remember even as an. And I mean, how it does happen. But I remember be like, don't talk re- to this person that you know that is kidnapping you. Like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a but I guess, issue. <laughs> I guess if it's someone you know who's kidnapping you, it's probably. I, I don't want to say better, but it's more solvable um, than a stranger. Um, but yeah, we, we had this, (laughs) yeah, probably. Um, but we had this, this whole thing, the safety house. And I mean, you, if I go back to my parents' neighborhood now, there's probably really faded stickers uh, that people still have on their fences of this. I'm a safety house. (laughs) Um, look for the safety house sticker. And then, you know, if you're in trouble, you knock on their door because this person has said that, yes, I will protect. Like it was just a weird a bit like, I mean, it, it wasn't unreasonable. It wasn't like the satanic panic that they had in America. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It it probably taught a generation of kids to be more skeptical of things. Yeah. I but, remember um, there was always this thing like when you were going somewhere, like I went to with my parents to Spain when I was six and seven. Mm. And then there was always like I I remember I was very scared to be kidnapped. 
Well, understandably so. It's quite a abduction capital. Yes, but I knew that like that has been like that had been talked about like to a six year old. Why would who, a six year old know it if if your parents are not being like you need to stay with us, it, like you need to hold my hand. Right. This can happen here. So it was always like this happens in Spain. This happens in other countries. I I never felt like there mm. was talk about like don't to talk to strangers in Iceland. But I got lost once in one of these trips. And I was, in Spain. Yes. And I was six and we were walking down like there was this we were in my Mallorca, Mallorca, Mallorca. Yeah, Mallorca, yeah. <laughs> which I think is a super gay island. Yeah, well, it was a very popular um, travel destination for Icelandic people in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like in the evening, the the street that went along the beach, <laughs> the beach. Became like there was a lot of restaurants and stores and like lights and stuff. So we were walking down that street and I remember this so well. I mean, I was not six when this happens, but I feel like this happened two weeks ago. Like I can remember Mm -hmm. it that well. And I was Mm -hmm. looking at these postcards and I remember I saw my sister's shoes like on the other side of the postcard thingy. And then suddenly mm. the shoes aren't my sister's anymore. And I run, like my parents, uh, this was a group of people, and my parents and their friends started walking back to the hotel, but I kept running the other way. <gasps> and I just remembered, like I saw everyone, and I saw this, <laughs> the one guy that I really remember, is there was like a really muscular guy that was probably just like a actor or something I don't know but he had like a red speedo on and was just like showing his muscles (laughs) (laughs) and I remember a five-year-old or six-year-old child was like this is a dangerous man let's keep on running (laughs) and then a girl from a store grabbed me and pulled me inside of the store. Then she she was a girl that remembered me and my parents from earlier that day when we went into exactly the same store and just grabbed me. And then she went outside and looked for my parents and were like, I have her. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. So they found me. I was found. You could... Oh my God. Like when you're telling me that story, I just think you could have been Madeleine McCann. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emilia. And it was maybe like, but also it brings, minutes. it brings up a- 15 minutes that this, the time frame of this. And my mom, did your parents know you were gone? Yes. Like almost immediately. Okay. Because that was the thing. People, children get stolen in Spain. So they were always being like, yep. so where is Emilia? Where is Thorhildur? Where is this one? Where is that one? This one, where is Thorhildur? Where is this one? Where is that one? There's only two of you. Yeah, we, we were three <laughs> families together. All well, maybe there used to be more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a terrible joke. We were, uh, <laughs> we were three families together with kids on the same age. Yeah, so. yeah. 
But two things, two things like stick out to me with that story, and that is the like. It, uh, kudos to your parents because, in my experience, generally when Icelanders are abroad, they are in, they just do not see danger ever. No, like they just don't. You're different. Like I mean, I've traveled with you. You, you're, you're normal. Like, and I think it's because you've lived in other places, maybe. Yeah. But have you ever, have you ever traveled with an Icelander who's literally? always been okay no matter what and they've never learned a lesson ever do you know what i mean yeah you're laughing because you know what i mean and and they just and never see so danger sometimes you it is never me <laughs> sometimes when it we is party never it's okay it when you get very drunk that's fine yeah, but before then, my guard is like 150% yes, yes. up. Sometimes you're like an And then woman. after then, it's just all gone. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am. Or. I'm like, hold your, hold your wallet. It's yeah. either or. It's either or. When I'm on, I'm fucking on. But I, um, I, know the, I know the type, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, there's... Yeah. There's so there's that 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 comes up in this is like kudos to your parents, and the other thing is like it, it especially during that time period it would have been like the early nineties it must have been um, quite scary because I could imagine your parents uh, obviously they had traveled before but if they travel if you if you're in Iceland and you go to like Eirstadir you know with your your family and your kid you can't find your kids someone in town is going to go hey are these your kids yeah like it is it is one of those that's what I, I can i totally understand when i hear this story why when icelanders live abroad or they meet someone abroad and decide they want to have kids they move back yes because they're like honestly if if, if not on <laughs> No, if Natan and I were going to have children right now, I'd be like, we need to live in the wilderness without other people or Iceland. Yeah. You know, like, because it is, it's one of the last places in the world where kids can still play in the street. Well, you know, like they I shouldn't I, play I, in the street. No, they can't. <laughs> they shouldn't. They shouldn't play in the street. But like, I was living in Natan and I were living in downtown Reykjavik and countless times I would just be like, I'm going to go around to the store to grab some things. And I would see just, you know, a six year old and a nine year old yeah, on a bike and a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to see that in like the middle of Paris, no. are you? You're not going to see that in the middle of London. No. You know, or kids going to school on their own. Yeah. Like we we just don't live in that world anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't. But yeah, so yeah, it's and then when so it's just so funny. Like yeah, in Iceland you don't really like kids. It's not the same. Like there's no like group of people that are just stealing kids and selling them and you will never see them again like that it's an island exactly it, it doesn't work like even though there's probably no. people that would like to do it but 
I mean, that's everywhere, but <clears throat> it hasn't happened yet. No. Touch wood. But yeah. but it's an island. It's a <laughs> it's hard yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when we went, so I went with my family to Florida, two thousand and twelve or something. And my sister had, uh, he was probably two, her oldest boy. Mm -hmm. And everyone kind of had like, we need to protect him. He can't be stolen from us. <laughs> because yeah, like, I get it. You, you never have to worry about it. It's not a fear that you live with. And then suddenly you always hear about this. There's all these TV shows and movies about mm. people stealing children and other people and mm -hmm. everyone in and the house, like he was the only child and everyone was like we will protect him <laughs> and i think i think like i mean i lived in iceland for five years and i i think like it has an effect on you you know Iceland is a country where my backpack was stolen after work one night with my laptop in it and hard drives and other things and two weeks later, I got a call from the police saying, oh, we've got your laptop. Do you want to come pick it up? Like they found it. Yeah. They just, they, they never found the backpack, but they found all the important stuff that was inside it. Um, and, you know, now whenever I go to a like big city, like when I go to the city where I have my French lessons, I see danger everywhere, even where it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like little small town girl, you know, little red riding hood. You know, I, I'm going to the train station. I'm conscious of people who are walking too close to me. I'm always checking where my wallet is, you know, yeah. like my phone and my wallet are close to me at all times. I, if someone asks me a question, I don't want to talk to them. It's like, I just see danger in way more places than it would ever exist. And I'm okay with that yeah. because I, you know, and 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 the city I go to to learn French, it's not even. It's like it's probably like the the size of Iceland. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But but speaking of that, mm -hmm. go on. Yes. So talking about like Iceland versus America, or mm. other big Australia or UK or something. I was watching um episode yesterday that was talking about like it it's a new episode uh it it's talking about murder cases in Iceland from investigation view point. Uh -huh. And it's it's okay like it's it 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 doesn't have a lot of depth in it but I'm not going to go further into that. Mm. But this is about the... It was about mm -hmm. the only time a police... The police force in Iceland has shot someone. Okay. And that has happened once in the history of the country. Was that in Dalvik? No, it was in Reykjavik. Okay. It was 2013, I think. So there's mm -hmm. this man that later is like when they knew who he was, he had a lot of mental illness, but he was 50 something and had just been completely just a nice guy that has 
had his issues. But something happened and he was shooting. So the police got a call and heard a shooting. Like someone mm. fired a gun. And I mean, that has happened. There's That happens in Iceland. People shoot themselves or some like that has happened. And so the police goes there and they think there is a suicide. So they went into the, there was like a, um, like a apartment building mm. and they went into the building and knocked on the door and nothing happened. So they had a locksmith with them. So he opened up the door and then there was just a man with like full gear on and there was the Icelandic flag was hanging behind the door so they didn't see into the apartment. And the police Mm. officer just pulls away the flag and screams, gun, 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 and gets shot in the face. But he had the... He had the shield, so he just fell. Like, nothing happened to him. Mm. But he was Mm. shot. I mean, of course, it's very traumatic. So the SWAT team is called, or this was the SWAT team or something. And this man shoots at the police six times before they shoot Mm. at him. And then the guy that was like... In head of like a head of the inv- investigation, he was like, mm. "I can guarantee you, no other country than Iceland would not answer with shooting, yep. uh, like this late in the progress. Like he had already hit two men, mm. and yeah. then they and had- did he live? No." He was shot okay. in the breast. But then everyone was so, like, uh, ambulance was there and the man that shot him carried him down and tried to save him. And, like, it was a really... Because no one wants to kill someone. No. But, yeah. Well, I we, didn't we know. think that. Yes, we think, like, normal people, like... Yeah. Most people don't want to kill someone. But yeah. I I didn't because I knew about this case, but I didn't know that he shot six he fired six times before someone fired at him. That's crazy. That's crazy. I am He would not survive like in Australia, he would just raise his gun and he would get shot. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine America? Oh my god, he wouldn't he would they would just say knock knock, push the door up and bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But I was kind of like I'm happy that this was that this was so last resort. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was crazy. Is this a podcast? No, this is a TV show. On roof? Yeah. No, Stutter. Stutter. But speaking of Iceland. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, we're not moving back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we were just having, yeah, Nata and I were having that conversation 
just like two days ago. Because you know we're we're in that that period of we're here in France, where uh, could you call us COVID refugees? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't like do using that. that term. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> we're we're COVID escapees. Um, you know, basically COVID sort of. Uh, screwed up our it did it did but it it didn't it didn't like it did because um we were both foreigners living in iceland that didn't have a support network yeah like a family to fall back on which is really important um if anyone who listens to this podcast is living in a foreign country just remember that in certain circumstances don't push it out when you can't anymore and you know, I, I am I'm glad that we uh, came to the decision we made to just go while we could because we were right and things did not get better. Um, no, and we were we were just like the other day going, oh my god, wouldn't it be so amazing if? But we actually we did the math, and if we had stayed in Iceland and lived on unemployment benefits and tried to find other work, which there isn't a lot going around right now. No. In Iceland. Um, uh, we would be much worse off than we are right now. Uh, however, um, the, the, the sentence did come up of like, imagine if we could somehow work it, that we could go back someday. So like, mm -hmm. uh, that's what I wanted to say to you earlier is like, it's not off the cards. It is not. It is not. It is it not. Is not. But I had... But um, you had... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about something more uplifting than stealing children Yeah, it's and like, it's like our brains work the same way. <laughs> but I saw this on TikTok. And it's... Yep. Um, put a finger down. Yeah. Before you get into it, can I just point out that I am... I quite enjoy TikTok. Um, it's a great way to waste 17 hours. Yes. Um, because this is the one thing. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok is like a casino because a lot of people don't realize this. When you are on TikTok, your, your clock does not show up on mm -hmm. your phone. So you don't know how long you've been on there for. And that is by design. They want you to not know what time mm -hmm. it is. They want you to lose 17 hours. But there are, there is one particular sentence a tiktok begins with that makes me not only want to scroll past the tiktok but makes me want to block the tiktok makes me want to throw the tiktok in the bin makes me want to like grate it into tiny powder and okay. then just throw it <laughs> in the ocean it is when you have you ever come across a tiktok where so like some shirtless muscly dude is like okay so this next one's for the boys if you're not a boy keep scrolling oh like, yes Oh, I can't stand. Or this next one's for the blah blah blah. If you're not a blah blah blah, keep scrolling. This one is <sighs> for the boys. I'm gonna tell you all the girl secrets. Did you know about period poop? <laughs> like, it's not secrets. No, it's it's readily available information. Yes, but I just. Uh... It just, especially when they say this one's for the boys only. If you're not a boy, keep scrolling. Or even, even when someone's like, this one's for over 25s only. I just like, why? This why? Is made I, to I, make I don't. You feel included. 
Yeah, I know it's it's made to make me feel included, but I'm like, I don't want to be part of that group. Go fuck yourself. No, I, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. If a TikTok is not for all, I am not watching it. Yes. No. Well, yeah. I I, I agree a little bit and a little bit I don't agree. And then the rest is I'm like neutral and don't care. <laughs> but like, I mean, the ones that are supposed to be for me, it's like... You're not going to tell me. It, it just like when they say this is for over over 30s only, mm. I'm I'm not going to watch it because I'm like, you're trying too hard. No, yeah. go, no. Yeah. But I also you had hate, put a finger down. Yeah. But one thing I hate about videos on TikTok is when it's like, oh, did you know? Uh, and then right in the end of the vid- video, it's like, like for part two. Like, oh my you. god and i don't i never okay i, never I just do. any i i never like anyone who is anyone who is on tiktok or who's a tiktoker can you let me know because this sentence bugs me like for part two at the end of your video especially when it's like home renovation because i love home renovation mm-hmm. and there was a period of time throughout when i first got to france where everyone in america seemed to be cleaning their pool that had mm-hmm. never been cleaned like for that. like 3 years yeah i love it and then you would start watching it and they go like for part 2 and i don't understand that sentence are you saying if i like it I will be able to see part two because so many times they would go like for a part two and I go, Oh, okay. And like nothing happens. And then you go to their page and the most recent video is just the one you just watched. And you're like, but I want to see part two. And then I never saw part two. I never got to see the pool finished. I know it's, I don't like this. This is, this is annoying. Yeah. I mean, the reason they do it is just to get more likes, but it's annoying. Mm. Are they saying if enough people like it, I will do a part yes. two? Yes. Oh, know, oh you that's are annoying. a smart man. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, you had to put a finger down if. <laughs> yes. So this is white, white girls or white people edition. Show- so for those who've never watched tink- TikTok, this is like a, people put up their hands and they go, uh, put a finger down if you've ever picked your nose. And then you put a yes. finger down. Put a finger down if blah, 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 blah. Because, so, you know, just how I'm just thinking about how we're going to do this in a non-visual we will, medium. We will just say yes or no. Okay. Or okay. So it's about, like, have you ever? Yeah. Or talked about. We will okay. just talk about okay. this one. So, so it's like, put a finger down, ever, white person edition. Yes. Or have you ever. Okay. Uh, or yes. If you wear shoes in the house. Okay. I that's think, a big one for me. Yes, you go. Go on. No, you start. <laughs> <laughs> I have very strong no, I think opinions you should start. on this. <laughs> I want to hear your strong opinions first. People that wear shoes in the house should fuck themselves. (laughs) I mean, okay. So a lot of this, I'm like, I come from Iceland. No one wears Mm. shoes in the house. Mm -mm. First of all, that would be ridiculous. It's always raining. 
Or snowing. Yes. Um, and also, it's just very un- high, unhygienic. And when I see mm-hmm. people wear shoes mm-hmm. in the bed, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Even though it's always sunny and bright where you live and warm and the pavement never gets wet, it mm. still has germs and stuff from the outside. And this is the thing. Mm, go on. The the last point. How sweaty are your toes? Mm. If you're mm. always in like shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wear slippers. I'm always in slippers inside. Like indoor shoes. They're open. This is something that always like bugged me from the time I was a teenager. A kid teenager till now um watching sitcoms yes from america and okay because australia we're we're kind of the same but completely different to iceland (laughs) we don't wear shoes inside but that's because we don't like wearing shoes at all um if we don't have to like we will just wear like we will bring dirt in the house but it's from our bare feet Mm. like if but you've that's had a good also day, weird. yeah, but it's hot and it's outdoorsy and it's like if if I mean, you mean to tell me when you when it's a really warm day in Klamratun in Reykjavik and it's gorgeous and you're sitting having a picnic in Klamratun mm. and the sun and it's like twenty degrees and you're having a nice white wine. Are you telling me you would not take your socks and your shoes off and just rub your feet on the really beautiful soft grass? Um, no, I would probably not do it, but I understand it. I understand it. But if you're walking to Klampratun, not wearing shoes, and you walk... No, I would never do that. Or like in Australia, you're just... Yeah. Walking to school, I don't know, and then you are in school, no. and then your whole day outside, and then you go in, go home, and you just put your feet up in the sofa. No, we don't have, we don't, okay, when we're at school, we have shoes on. <laughs> okay. Although there was one time in the second grade, I believe, where um, we would have swimming, mm-hmm. and then... It was a really, it was like a 45 degree day and we had swimming and swimming was like just after lunch. And so we finished our swimming lessons and then we had the rest of the day. I was like seven years old um, and the teacher was like, it's really hot. Kids, you can take your shoes off. And we were inside, Yeah. you know, because your your hands, your feet and your head keep a lot of heat. Yeah. Like, so we were allowed to take our shoes off one time. I finished school when that happened at three o'clock, walked to the gate to meet my mom. And she said, where are your shoes? And I was, I think I was seven years old. I was not wearing the shoes. I didn't notice, but she did. And she was like, well, they're going to be locked in the classroom now. So we're just going to have to go home and find other shoes for you to wear tomorrow. And I walked home barefoot. Um, But I lived less than, 600 meters from the school. Yeah. And it's 
So yeah. I, I would never do that now. I would never do that now. However, if um, the Australian in me, if I, if it's like 45 degrees and I need to, no, I wouldn't. Okay. Some Australians would. I know people who would. If you are driving and it's hot, like I can drive with bare feet. Yeah. I actually drive better with bare feet. I, there was a, like, if you're really tired, you should take your shoes off. Yeah. I drive, I can drive. I, I actually drive better with bare feet. I, I don't, I can, I mean, I can drive with any shoes on, but I'm better with bare feet. Um, cause I can feel the pressure of everything, especially if it's manual. Mm. Um, but so, uh, like I have fueled my car with no shoes on before. Yeah. That's weird. It's weird for some people, not for me. Like mm. if you're, if you're only running, especially if you live in a beachside town. Yeah. It's, it's weird everywhere like outside Australia. Maybe, 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 like maybe. It, it would but be weird in we Spain do not wear, to go yeah, yeah, yeah. and be coming but home from a beach and be like the thing. The thing is, you don't wear shoes inside the house. It As a general rule, you take your shoes off when you get home in Australia. However, if you're having a party... Yes, that's a different... If you're having a party, you don't expect people to take their shoes off. No. Because... It just, it doesn't make sense to have 60 pairs of shoes at your front door. No. And also like... In Australia where that could mean 60 snakes go to sleep in a pair of shoes. Yeah. And also, usually like if it's really bad weather, the men take their shoes off. But if Mm. you're wearing heels, you're not going to take your shoes off. No, because generally if you're wearing heels in Iceland, they're... They've only been worn indoors. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, like, it's... A party is a different situation. Usually, mm-hmm. when you go to a party, shoes are part of the the, the outfit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But, yeah. What's the next one? The next one is... If you swear... Like, do you swear in front of your parents... Um, okay, here's the thing, which might surprise you. I, there are certain words I do not say in front of Jean. Yeah. Um, she is not okay with fuck. Okay. I have heard her say that word twice in my entire life. She she has like her own little she'll say shit and okay. she'll say other words. She's never said the C word ever. Okay. Um she's never she never says fuck. Okay. Um she says frig <laughs> instead of fuck. And I if I said it in front of her, I do not think she would hesitate to smack me over the back of the head. Yeah. And I'm 35 in two weeks. <laughs> and it's the same for my sister who's 41. Um, my mother will scold us for swearing yeah. now. I, I think, you. 
I I do. I didn't do it as a teenager, but swearing. I don't know. It's yeah, uh, yeah. I do, but I just don't swear a lot. No, I think I swear more than you do. Yeah, but I did much more when I was a teenager, and then I didn't. Mm. Mm. You swear more when you're drunk. Yes, I do. But everyone does. Yeah. Um, the next one is... Ever clapped when the plane landed or the movie finished in the theater? Okay, I think they're different. Yeah, definitely. Completely. I think they're completely different. I completely understand clapping when the movie ended in the theater because it is a piece of art and you're appreciating it. Yes. Um, I have to admit I have clapped when the plane landed, but it was only because everyone else did and I didn't want to look like I was thought I was better than everyone. Yeah. Well... Now I'm going to come with again. Well, I'm from Iceland. Okay. In the 90s, everyone clapped when the plane landed. But Americans did, and I think you just took it from them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I mean, people didn't yeah. go very often. It was really expensive yeah. to fly. Mm-hmm. Like you would take your family yep. once a year. If you were rich, then you would go once a year. I mean, it still is expensive to fly from Iceland. My God. Yeah, but I mean... You have one airline now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last much year, worse. I went six times or something. Like, in, when I was a kid, you... Like, I went a lot. And I went, like, every other three, four years. So, mm. it was like... This was, like... It was great. So... And yes, we probably picked it up from America. But I remember when mm. I was a kid, you would clap and it was just, everyone was so happy. This was amazing that we were doing this. And I have clapped yeah. in the movie theater when like really, like sometimes movies get like extremely popular. Icelandic films mm. and like, blockbusters and if they are really good people clap in the end of the movie mm. and i like it i love though yeah i like it i like being part of like at the cinema in a place where you're not used to people clapping mm-hmm. uh there have been times in my life where i've started one mm-hmm. and there have been times when i've been part of one and i think each moment it's beautiful it's a, it's a lovely moment yeah. because it's something you're sharing with a group of people you don't know. It's nice. And everyone's like, this was great. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. you agree? Like, yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, if someone asked you what you are, you respond with a percentage number. Like, how are you? 100%. Like your age. Oh, uh, Never. Never. Yeah, I have definitely done it sometimes. I've never done that. How are you feeling? 100%. I don't know. I feel like I would do it. Or I feel like I wouldn't do it now, but I feel like I've definitely done it. I feel like my default is either great or good, thank you, 
or eh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next one is if you if growing up you had taco night taco night that was served buffet style with hard taco shells. So no. <laughs> everyone in Iceland, if it's a foreign food, it's taco. Yeah. <laughs> but wasn't it fajita? Fajitas, yes. It's pronounced yeah. fajitas. fajitas, which are fajitas, which is basically tacos. Um, I had never had homemade tacos until I was an adult because my parents are from England and tacos don't exist. Mm. I didn't exist in Thatcher's England no. um, and or Boomer England. And uh, so tacos had, they never, we had this, the closest dish we had to tacos was something my mother called, and I don't even know if it's a real dish. I think she just made it up. It was called savory mince and rice. And it was just basically hack, like ground beef, beef mince. Yeah. Ground beef uh, with like minimal spices. Yeah. Um, a bit of flour to thicken it and uh, some peas. You would serve it with plain rice and garlic bread. That was the closest we got to tacos. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like grita. Which is a, yeah. Yeah. I've had grita. Yep. Yeah. I we had we we usually didn't have the hard taco shells, but we had the soft ones. Mm. I don't know if Tortillas. it's taco or fajitas. Or burrito. Or Who knows? burrito, but it never had rice. You would never put rice in it. No. So, but it was great. as an adult. As an adult, I would say when Nathan and I have our own place. Normally, when we live in a place that is not someone else's, uh, we normally have a taco night once a week. Yeah, I mean it's great. It's so easy, and, and it's, it's comfort food, and it's so good. Why would you not love yeah, it? Yeah, it's delicious. And I remember exactly. growing up, or as a teenager, I went to a birthday party 10,000 times over the years, over the year. So I was in like a big girls group. We were 10 or 11. Mm. Every birthday party had a taco buffet style mm -hmm. dinner. Everyone loves it. Makes sense. It's cheap. It's cheap and everyone loves it. Mm. No one is like, oh, I can't yeah. stand tacos. Nobody hates tacos. No, then you're like, Nobody just don't tacos. put peas in it. Or like, don't put whatever you don't like from the buffet. It's like people who, I, if somebody hated taco or pizza, I don't think I would trust them as no, a human. Definitely not. Definitely no. not. Um, okay. If you or a close relative has the middle name... Lynn, Nicole, Mary, or Anne. In Icelandic, this would be Sif, Leif, Maria, or Anna. I definitely okay. know... Uh, no one close relative has these names, though. No, me either. My, I have my sister Janine. She's Leanne. Mm. With a hyphen. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. The hyphens in there. <laughs> I just always like hyphens. <laughs> it don't make sense in the middle of a name. <laughs> Wait, what's the not a, what's the name of a hyphen in French? Oh no, there's something when you say your name, your last name, Indie Etienne. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's there's another word you use sometimes for something. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> Hi, Emilia. Hi. Nathan saying hello. But yeah, but Maria and Anna are extremely popular. Okay, so what's the next one? The next one is. Doo, 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 doo. Have you ever returned a dish for being too spicy? I don't think I've ever returned a dish at a restaurant, but I've definitely had many times uh, not been able to eat the food or had a very difficult time eating it because it was too spicy. I grew up with boomer Icelandic people um, that Mm. never knew spices. I've, yeah, see, I've wanted to return dishes before, but I always have this thing inside of me when I I feel like returning a dish that's like, you should be so lucky that you're able to eat out. Um, That was somehow instilled in me from my parents that you get what you're given, even if it's not what you asked for. (laughs) Um, So just eat it. (laughs) So if, if I, exactly, if I order something and what comes is not what I ordered, I am more inclined to either try to fix it myself or just not eat it and eat it and get out and just not come back. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I order a burger and I don't want onion or I don't want tomato on it and onion or tomato comes on it for me in my head, I don't know if I think it's how I was raised in my head. Like even though I ordered it with no onion, I would be more inclined to just take it off myself. I would do that because for me, for me, I'm like, well, I'm not allergic to it. I just don't want onion on the burger at this Mm -hmm. moment. I'll just take it off. I understand when people are allergic to it and they're like, no, I need a new one. Um, And I also understand like if I would order a burger and I would mm. say, can you like not have the mustard? Like skip the mustard yep. and then I get a burger with mustard then I'm gonna be like I don't like this <laughs> this is terrible yeah and and you this is the thing I used to you, no you can't and you know like well actually here's a here's a thing for you if your burger has cheese on and there's mustard on top generally the mustard has never touched the meat, so you can sort of just take the che- peel the cheese off. Yeah, but then I'm taking the um, best part off the hamburger. I know, I know. I mean, in the kitchen they can do this. They can peel the cheese off, make sure there's no mustard on the beef, and then just put new cheese on with no mustard. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty easy. That's and most fine. of the time that's what they do. That's fine. I don't care yeah. how you fix and, it. Just, I don't want mustard on my hamburger. And you know, I worked in a kitchen. For three years, I worked in a kitchen making burgers specifically. And they are for anyone who's ever like, oh, I've got a great idea. I'm going to start a business that serves burgers. Number one, don't because there's not a single human on the planet that likes their burger the same as the next person. No. Um, 
Every single person grew up with different tastes. Some people hate tomato. Most of Iceland hates tomato. Um, some people will only eat a burger if it's covered in sugar. Most of Iceland is in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, you know, it just, it, it, you know, uh, no one hates onion, by the way, in the burger industry. No one hates onion. It, oh. It's only tomato. I people always, hate tomato. I always like the tomato and hate the onion. You are the exception in Iceland. The most Icelandic burger you could ever ask for is something that's honey glazed and has no tomato and is well done. Mm. That's Which is weird because Icelanders don't mind rare meat. I don't, I don't get it. But but what I was going to say, big round point to that was um, I made burgers for people. I understand that everyone's taste is different. And I don't know if it's because of my upbringing or because of working in a kitchen and knowing how difficult it can be to remake everything again. I just, I've never sent anything back ever. No. If I'm paying for it, then I'm just like, I'm not going to send something back that has onion on it. I can take the onion off. No, exactly. But if it's like, if you ordered... But, uh, but if a it, pasta cabanara and it came with it, it's a bolognese then you're not gonna you know i didn't want bolognese i'm paying for this and i'm paying a lot for this like this is not the cost of the food having said that in miami last year natan and i ordered pasta dishes on the main street of miami which is like a you know you're like it it's your ba- it's it's highway robbery like mm. whatever um we ordered two pasta dishes and one of those big huge cocktails yeah you know the novelty like bucket cocktails we ordered a mojito it tasted like diabetes yeah it probably didn't oh. have a lot of alcohol in it, in it no. either and the pasta was basically like someone had just boiled some pasta, then put it in a kilogram of salt. Um, like, so we barely ate any of it. It was disgusting. It was so awful. And it was expensive. And we still paid every cent. Yeah. And left. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do that. If It was so bad. We we went back to our hotel and got Uber Eats and watched cable TV and it was the best night ever. Yeah. Sometimes it's just better not to bother. It also yeah, depends exactly. on the service. Like once I and went And you can tell. Yeah. Once I went to a restaurant in Reykjavik and the service was never good there, but the food was okay and it was not very expensive. And mm. we were sitting like uh there and around us were like four tables with people on it and every single table had something wrong and the waiter was just like oh my god can you not just fucking eat it and be over with it like i don't want to deal with you but the thing was like yeah i got my food then aaron got his food 30 minutes later yeah which doesn't work when you're two people eating. <laughs> yeah, and then, no, it, and, it doesn't. And we had the best problem. The people next to us, the girl opened up her burger and there was just like 
15 hairs in a like a ball and like no way there was there was like so much wrong of everyone and the waiter was just like oh i can give you 15 percent of that dish and i was like are you kidding me just give us 15 percent of yeah. the whole bill was it a were you eating in a group no we were me and adam were just two so okay so it's See, that doesn't make sense. That no. does not make sense. No. No. Like I, like, I understand if you're 15 people eating together, everyone yeah. is not going to get their food at the exactly the same time. But it's really annoying when you're 15 people eating together and everyone except you gets their food. Mm-mm. Then you're like, yeah, um, this is also not working. Like, <laughs> And from the... I can I can tell you from the other side as well. Like it's 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 always a nightmare in that you often from the mm. hospitality industry. What I learned from working in it is that um, the sometimes the the venue makes it look like you can accommodate more people at one time than you can. Yeah. So there would be times when the place I worked at in the kitchen, um, it can seat a lot of people, but mainly as a bar. Yeah. Like you, you can't really serve because you have like, if the kitchen is tiny, it's not a huge commercial kitchen. Yeah. But um, you, you could only have like maybe 10 burgers on at one time. Yeah. And so when suddenly a group of 15 arrive. Yeah. And they all want to order and every single one of them has, and you have a set menu and every single one of them has something wrong with it. You freak out and you try your hardest, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you from what I hear that place did not try at all. Like no, there, this you, place you, didn't no. try. And I, no. I completely understand sometimes just shit happens. Yeah. 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 And it's yep. so easy to fix this situation just come to the table, show the table. Like yeah. I've, I've been a group and one person doesn't get their food. And we constantly try yep. to be like, hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. No one looks at you. It's so easy if someone would just come, hey, I see you don't have yeah. your food. Let me check on it. Hey, this was a misunderstanding. We fucked up. I'm really sorry. I'm going to give you a discount. Like just... Yeah. Own the mistake. Like this is a mistake. And as the head Even- chef, I used to regularly go out to the table. Yeah. After like a bartender had come back to me like once or twice. And I would just find the person and say, Hey, look, something happened. We fucked up. Can you tell me what it is that you need me to do? And I'll fix it. Yeah. Right now. It might take a little longer. We'll give you a beer. I'm sorry. And most cases like, like and nine, most people most people understand yeah 98 yeah. are like that's fine all i wanted was and then just it, yeah validate that i'm 98 percent it's fine the other the other two percent are usually like i will have you sued for yeah. this that's americans <laughs> <laughs> yeah but okay we are hating well, i've got to get ready for dinner so what is the oh yes what is the Lightning round. What are the next ones? Let's do quick yes or no or whatever. <laughs> if someone at work asked you how you're doing and you reply with living the dream, 
guilty. Done it. Totally guilty. 100%. If you go crazy when the DJ puts on Don't Stop Believing. I feel like, yes, definitely. But I feel like not as much as I did because Glee kind of killed it. Glee ruined a lot of things for a lot of people. Let's just have a moment to acknowledge that Glee. (sighs) Yeah. Naya Rivera, you're in our hearts. Yes. Um, If one of your family recipes is a casserole of some sort, I don't know really what a casserole is. It's like meatloaf or like something that's in a dish, a big dish that you put in the oven and it has like a meat with sauce, basically. It's a casserole, Mm. I think. That's that's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me too. Mm. But yeah, that was the lightning round. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Only three left. Oh. Because I, I, you sent this to me earlier and I was like, oh, this, oh my God, we're never going to finish this. Um, <laughs> casserole. No, yeah, no, no. No. No, there's no family. My, my mother's family recipe that she passed down to me is a thing called tomato stuff. Mm, stuffed tomatoes? No, it's not even that. It's basically just like a tomato flavored onion diced mushroom dish that is a side dish that you have with like barbecue like it is it's delicious um but she's never given me the recipe but that's it's her thing yeah and she just calls it well in if if you're putting on an australian accent it would be tomato stuff (laughs) um yeah i don't know it's more like cakes or cookies or something that like are specific to like my family does this version of it and it's almost religious yeah. how you would do it have you have you ever had yorkshire pudding yes do you like it uh, like yeah just- most people who didn't grow up in a british family are like eh, it's just starch um yeah. <laughs> it's just starch that you have with to so- soak up sauce. Yeah. Uh, but every British family has their own way of doing it. Yeah. And it is like the great shame whenever we have Christmas dinner or any special dinner where my mother makes Yorkshire pudding. Um, like you like, oh, my God, this this roast is amazing, mom. And then her comment 150% of the time will be, the Yorkshires didn't work out the way I wanted. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Because I think the, the the one thing about Yorkshire pudding is the person who made them is never allowed to be proud of them. No, yeah. We always had, in my family, it's the, it's the cake. You can't buy it at the store in the green um, packages. Like it's... Yeah. It's brown cake with white cream, brown, white, brown. Like it's a um, yeah. layered cake, Christmas cake. Yeah, yeah. And like Aaron and my sister's husband, they were like, I didn't know this was this much of a deal until I met you. Like I remember mm. my grandma always baked it and then she would give her children a bunch of it and then you would keep it in the fridge and you would have to, like, 
in the evening when my mom was like, so let's have cake, we would just stand over her and it had to be cut exactly the same amount for each and every one. And then it, like, if you saw the bite was smaller the day after, you would be like, someone ate something off the cake. Like, wow. Grandma bakes this once a year. We're not going to be like, no one is going to eat more of it than the next person. Oh my God. When we, I'm not going to tell you now, but in the next couple of weeks, there are two specific cakes in France between Christmas and New Year. And I'm going to tell you all about them because they're excited. special and they have rituals. Um, one involves I, a crown. Um, I also have <laughs> cakes that I can talk about. <laughs> cookies. Do you know I'm, what? I made cookies the other day yeah. called Mum Cookies. Oh, mama cuckoo, mumu cuckoo. Yeah, mama cuckoo. Mama or mumu cuckoo? Mama cuckoo. Mama cuckoo. Emilia. Mama cuckoo. I'm making fun you, of you. Yeah, I know, I know. But I just, well, you're making fun of me while I'm about to give you a compliment. You, like, like every week, you are a shining, brilliant light of wonder and hope and love. And I'm so thankful I have this podcast with you because it means I have these wonderful conversations with you every week. I agree with everything and right back at you. Ditto twofold. <laughs> um, I'm wearing- I gotta go. I gotta go join the the family for dinner. One last comment. I'm wearing red pants yeah. and a red sweater. I know you are matchy matchy, and I love you, it is style. You could start a TikTok channel. Oh, yes. With that. About my YouTube. But this is only more. for the boys. So. Yes, it's only for the boys. It's only for people that use forks. But here, you can hate on my drawer. <laughs> but I'm going to have to love you and leave you. Yes. Make sure you like us on all the socials if you're listening. Um, and until next time. Bye. Bye. Everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to be somebody. I'm somebody. Are you somebody? Not everybody can be somebody. Well, I'm somebody and you are nobody. Nobody! <laughs> You're just a Reiki salad. I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland, the best country in the world. You lousy backpacker, go back to Germany!